1: This week on your favorite soap opera. It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey,
2: everybody, and welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I am your host, Dan Kroll, and this week, like we do every week at this time, We're going to take the next hour to talk about anything and everything soaps. Now, as you probably know, coming up in a couple of days, we're going to be immersed in the big February sweeps storylines on all your favorite soaps. And I'm thinking that we'll do a little something February sweepy here on the show. We're going to have twice as many guests as normal this week. Uh, My first guest uh, is not yet called in, but that's what happens when you have a live show. Uh, It'll be Aiden Turner, who you know from his seven years on All My Children. And then coming up in the second half hour, a fan favorite for his work as Nicholas Cassadine on ABC's General Hospital, Tyler Christopher. Now, last week, as you remember, uh, I had Tanya Walker-Davidson on, and we didn't get a chance to get to all of your calls, uh, I know that I've heard from some of you who said you, you wanted a chance to call in and talk about all the different soaps and certainly ask her questions. So I want to make sure that this week you get the chance to call in. So while we're waiting for Aiden to call into the show, if you'd like, you can give a call in to 866-472-5788, and you can have a couple of minutes to dish with me about everything that's going on in daytime. Now, I don't know about you but for the past week uh, I think the soap to talk about, there were two of them The first was General Hospital There were all kinds of crazy things going on in Port Charles. There was uh, the brilliant uh, display by Jonathan Jackson on Monday when Lucky found out that Liz was sleeping with Nicholas and I know that Probably so many of you out there want to talk to Tyler in the next half hour about some of those scenes. So certainly we'll, we'll look forward to that. And then the other soap that I think was making a lot of news was certainly The Young and the Restless. This week, Stephen Nichols took over as Tucker McCall on The Young and the Restless. And I don't know about you, but it's always something special when you have a daytime performer who's a veteran who comes on to a show. Now, reading on the SoapCentral.com message boards, there were you know, a lot of mixed emotions about what was going on. Uh, a lot of people think that maybe the show didn't give William Russ uh, enough time to really make the role his own. So you know, it, it certainly is a difficult position, I think, for any actor to be in when their role is recast. And I certainly, uh, again, if you'd like to call in and and have your say on either General Hospital or The Young and the Restless or any of the other SOAPs, give a call in. It's 866-472-5788. Now, again, while we're waiting for Aidan Turner to call in, let's go through some of the big SOAP news of the past uh, couple of weeks. You know, the daytime community is mourning the loss of a veteran performer, uh, a star of All My Children for 30 years, James Mitchell, who played Palmer Cortland. Uh, As many of you know, SoapCentral.com started as an All My Children only website, where uh, I started telling people a little bit about me, about the city I live in, which is Philadelphia, and All My Children. And slowly but surely, nobody really cared too much about me or Philadelphia, uh, sorry to say. So I focused on All My Children. And, you know, I got hooked on All My Children because I went to school with someone who played on All My Children. She'd never been on a soap before. She'd actually hadn't even been in a school play. And when she landed her role on All My Children, I wanted to tune in to see what was going on, see what it was that... Landed her this role on the soap. And I got hooked. It was the time when Natalie was down in the well and her sister Janet assumed her identity and, and went on and, and lived her life. It was sort of crazy. It, was, it wasn't anything that I'd ever seen before. And, you know, one of the performers that I, I really sort of took to was James Mitchell. He, at the time, I, I didn't know the big lengthy career that he had prior to All My Children. He was on Broadway. He was a famed dancer. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things that sometimes I think that we forget that the people we see on daytime every day, there's more to them than being bed hoppers and anything like that. So it, it's always great to, to do some research and find out what the, the stars are up to. Um, So many people have have said so many kind things about James Mitchell, and I want to read a couple of things from his co-stars. From Debbie Morgan, uh, she said, James Mitchell was not only an icon, but a deeply sensitive and caring man. He was the utmost professional, and it was amazing to watch him work and observe the life he breathed into the shrewd and irrepressible Palmer Cortland. I feel so fortunate to have had the opportunity to be in his, his presence for so many years. Of course, she plays Angie Hubbard on All My Children. I think that so many of us were so fortunate to have seen him uh, play Palmer Cortland for 30 years. And, you know, we have a, a caller who I think probably wants to maybe share some memories of All My Children. We have Liz on the line. Liz, are you there?
3: Yes, I am. Hi, Dan. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
3: I'm doing pretty good. You were just talking about James Mitchell. Yeah. So sad to hear that he passed away. I'm happy that he got to be in the 40th anniversary tribute. Um, You know, you don't see these characters often, but when you see them, you just remember what a huge impact they had on your lives. I remember seeing Palmer when I was younger, you know, on television, and he was then, you know, a pretty rascally guy, (laughs) You know, tormenting Nina. I mean, I absolutely love Nina. And um, it, it was just, you know, so when I saw him this last time, it was just really kind of heartwarming. It was like seeing my grandfather. And then a couple of days later, I hear that he passes away, and it was just so sad.
2: You know, and to me, almost, I'd, I'd, it, I mentioned on the website, it. this isn't the first time that uh, a performer passed away after being on the anniversary show. Um, uh, Ruth Warwick, uh, about five years ago, she made an appearance for All My Children's 35th anniversary. That's right. And shortly thereafter, she also passed away. And it, you know, not that you necessarily want to believe in, in uh, coincidences, but it certainly is interesting that these two performers who were so beloved by the people who watch All My Children, that they were able to make one last appearance as if they knew that this would be their opportunity to say goodbye to their fans.
3: That That's right. I mean, you know, um, I'm a huge General Hospital fan. And when Lila died, um, or uh, Annalee, when she died, they did this tribute for her. And one of the things that I really love that they did is, you know, there's been like a 100 Edwards through the years. And when they did the tribute to her and they were remembering her and the family sitting around talking, they showed all of the different Edwards. Right And you know, and, and oftentimes they shy away from those things. You know, if you have a recasted role and everything, they'll they'll show you the most recent character. Uh, babe, on, on all my children, um, when they just did, recently did a, um, well, the the remembering Pine Valley, they right. showed the last Babe, even though the first Babe, Alexa Havens, Havens, like H- Haven, right? Right. <laughs> well, you know, um, she actually grew into the role, and so like when I think of her. You know, I think of her as being Babe, not, not the last one. Uh, Coffee, wasn't that her name?
2: No, Amanda Baker.
3: Amanda Baker, thank you. Well, I don't know where.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's here's the thing. I think that sometimes the shows don't, uh, in, they intentionally don't show these because they don't want to confuse the fans. But I think that maybe they don't give the fans enough credit. The fans are the ones who remember that, You know, somebody was wearing red nail polish on April 15th, 1972, (laughs) and that there was a reason for the red nail polish. I think that fans would have understood if they showed some flashbacks of the roles that were recast. But, you know, there are some roles that can't be recast, and certainly since we're on the topic of performers who've passed away, uh, something that I know that a lot of other fans are still wondering about are fans of the bold and beautiful. When Darlene Conley passed away, they really didn't address the death of her character, Sally Specter, on the show. They did do a memorial, which was very well done. They showed uh, a very funny montage of some of Sally's uh, wackiest moments. And they, you know, they had uh, John McCook, who's on the show. They had him say a few words. But they never really have said anything yet on the show in terms of what happened to the character. And I know that on the show we've talked previously, uh, I, I think even last week, when Phil Carey passed away, uh, they had already killed off Asa Buchanan on One Life yeah. to Live. So they were sort of robbed of the chance to really yeah, it, uh, you know, do a, a suitable memorial, I guess.
3: You're right. And then you know, to make it really hard on the fans, I think, was you know, a week later, Clint died. Right. Clint Richie, right? Wasn't it a week later?
4: It might have been before.
3: You know, and they did, um, you know, they did a, a, a touching tribute at the end of one of the shows. You know, um, they showed him on the horse, and you know, and the farewell, and everything. But I think they really—you're right—they they missed an opportunity because these these actors were around, and they had these really important—the you know, anniversaries, you know, the uh, of the show and everything, where they could have had them come back. And I, I think it would have been nice for the fans. I mean, of course, nobody knows who's going to die when.
4: Absolutely. But I think
3: it's really important if you have these actors around, and they're willing to work. Bring them on once in a while. It's okay. You know, we don't have to have a big storyline to see them. Just once in a while, is it's just, it's it's nice. Thank you to the fans, if you will.
5: Absolutely. You know, thank you
3: for watching. Here are some of your favorites. You know, they're coming by to visit. Um, So, now, are they going to have a tribute for James Mitchell, and do you know anything about it?
2: They are. Uh, they're going to do it later this spring. And believe it or not, we're at our first break. And I have been informed that after the break, we really will have Aiden Turner on the line. So if you stay tuned, I want to thank you, of course, Liz, for calling in. But if you stay tuned, we'll have Aiden Turner after the break here on Soap Central Live. <laughs>
1: are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want a dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. My first guest is someone who you may know for the seven years that he spent as super spy, Aiden Devane, on ABC's All My Children. Please welcome Aiden Turner.
8: Hi, uh, how you doing? <laughs>
2: I'm good, how are you?
8: I'm very good, thank you. So, um,
2: well,
8: actually, hanging out with a couple of friends that just flew in from Seattle, so excuse the noise. Um, I'm, on a, I'm on a street here.
2: Okay, well. Let's, let's get right to it. Uh, something I was reading your biography, you know, trying to figure out how you ended up on All My Children, and it was interesting to learn that you went to culinary school, you were a DJ, of course you were a model, and that's all before uh, landing on TV. So uh, let's talk about culinary school. Or do you still like to cook today? i still had
8: to cook today. In fact I'm cooking for um for Darnell Williams who plays uh Jesse Hubbard on All My Children tonight. Okay. He's, uh, he's he's just been living around the corner from me, um, in temporary accommodation before he moves into his new uh new place um you know, um in Los Angeles and um so we're cooking um a load of uh fish, a little bit of uh like spaghetti bolognese, and we're doing some um some seasoned steaks and uh spinach salad with um olive oil and lemon. And, uh, we've got some, you know, some great people and friends coming over, including, uh, Virginia Madison, who's a great actress in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I, I do a dinner party normally every Thursday, but. Oh, wow. On a Friday tonight, because, um, it's like a little farewell from, from West Hollywood to where he's moving to. So, um, I love, I mean, I love to cook. And, um, you know, whether it be, like, opening up a coconut in the morning and scraping all the meat from the inside and using the coconut water and making a healthy smoothie to, you know, uh, making fabulous omelettes with goat cheese and spinach and, um, you know, mushrooms to, uh, all kinds of things from meat and fish and, uh, uh, meals to, you know, great desserts like chocolate fondant and, uh, wow. um, mango sorbet with, you know, sprinkled, um, powdered sugar and, you know, just, I don't, I mean, I love to cook, but, uh, to be honest with you, I realized I was working all the hours under the sun, I'm not really earning that much money and always wanted to be an actor. So what, what happened was, uh, is when I got back from traveling around the world after DJing every weekend, um, when I was 20, 21, I went to drama school for two years and I was doing a lot of commercials and, I uh, was modeling to pay, you know, to pay my way, um, pay for my tuition and my train fare into London from the countryside where I live just outside North London. And then, um, you know, I, I met this girl on the way back from a big modeling job in, in Paris and uh, just, you know, really got on well with her and, and moved to America to be with her. Got an agent. There goes to bus. Got an agent after five months and then had a, an audition with Judy Wilson at All My Children pretty much like um, a month after that. So seven months uh, into moving to America, I was
2: working on, uh, on AMC. But now I think, I remember reading... Aiden wasn't the role that you auditioned for. You actually auditioned
8: for another role. I Auditioned for yeah, another um, character called Trey. Um, they they just you know Tray was a specific type, but
9: right. obviously they they didn't see me fitting.
8: But they liked my audition, and they like I suppose you know I guess my edge, yeah, yeah. myself, and uh, so Finola Hughes um, played Anna Devane. You know, she was english and they they just came up with this idea that wouldn't it be great if you know if Aiden could play her nephew and you know be an ex two forces blah 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 so on and so forth and i mean i i was um I was really glad to to tosna
4: so well, so
8: course, is just exactly what I wanted to do moving to America you know i wanted to right. you know start to act and okay. um you know really like you know get my feet wet you think. And that's exactly um, what I ended up doing.
2: Now, uh, of course, sort of the, the elephant in the room, I guess, uh, is the fact that you are no longer on All My Children. And there has been uh, a lot of things have been said on the Internet and, and maybe taken out of context. So I was wondering, since you have the opportunity to speak directly to the fans, if you'd like to talk about exactly what happened and uh,
8: any of the posts on the internet, the only thing I have read is uh, is is the fact that is uh, ABC, you know exactly what they wrote on the internet is that um, Aiden is no longer with uh, all my children it's got nothing to do with his acting potential or his uh, or his talent. It's um, you know decisions made from you know for for other reasons and uh, you know you know just a about the elephant in the room you know the show is moving to los angeles and that's going to cost a lot of money and there's so many people that they're, that they're writing for i mean i had just been you know in big um front burner storylines and then so all the other people that weren't you know like maybe chichelle um who plays amanda or ricky paul golden mm-hmm. you know that you know, their story started to come up and, and become, you know, front burner and, you know, the baby story and everything like that. So, so when, when they, when they look, when they look at the figures and everything, they, they saw that, okay, I wasn't going to be working on, on the show that much. So, as I've been there so long, I've been there over five years, you know, they, they had to pay you quite a substantial amount of money for a relocation you know, for, for moving and moving your cars and, you know, all your furniture and blah, 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 temporary housing, flight, what have you. And to do all that, for me, when I'm, um, I had six months left of my contract, which I could audition for other shows um, on any network or for any studio, film, TV, what have you. Uh, it just, I think, economically, it didn't make sense to bring a star of their own um you know, from one side of America to the other. And then basically pay for his relocation, not have him on the show that much, and have him audition during pilot season. Which is, um, you know, business is business. And so, they, they cut me, and, and they cut Thorsten K for right. uh, sort of similar reasons, you know what I mean? So, I mean, no hard feelings against ABC. I love working there, I loved, uh, I loved everybody, um and the, you know the crew to the makeup and and um, producers and I didn't take it personally um, you know, business is business I mean, the only bad feeling I have is for the crew the crew right. that worked on that set for, you know, over 36 years and, and you know, like Rusty one of the stage managers is he's, he's, he's always on time he's always, he stands up and he's great at his job and, you know, boom all of a sudden given three months and all these people like the from makeup through the grips, camera staff, they have to find other work. In fact, one of the cameramen lost his wife two months after wow. the, the show. So I mean, lost his job, and then his wife became unfortunately ill uh, four weeks afterwards. And now he's you know, he's got his four kids he's looking after. It's a really um, it's really tough for a lot of people. But at the same, you know, at the same time, I really hope the show does well out here, and um, they're in a great studio. and and uh, just speaking to Donnell, you know, they're getting their feet on the ground and, and really um, working harder, you know, producing the same quality, if not better quality show than there was on the, on the air before.
2: And for so long, uh, the time that you were on All My Children, Aiden was sort of a, he was the nice guy, and he always seemed to finish last. But towards the end of your run, you got to be, uh, you weren't so nice anymore. Was it, it looked like well, you were having more fun.
8: Well, I, think, I don't know. It looked like I was having more fun at the end.
2: It, it seemed it, it. Aiden at least became more interesting, I think, towards the end. It may have right. been a little out of character. But uh...
8: yeah, he was a bit out of character, but... I mean, I understand what they wrote that, oh, you know, they had to make the decision they made. They had to come up with some story. I don't think it was the best story they could have come up with. I thought it was actually quite lame. Right. That head writer has been fired whether it's because of that lame story or what. I mean, writers are great in the first six months. Folks are really hard to write for because it's an hour series every day. So no fault to his own. It happens to many head writers that are on the show. But, um, you know, the, the, the the story for, for, for my character that I played, um, sort of came out of nowhere and it didn't, you know, I didn't really buy it and I thought the fans wouldn't buy it. And I told that to the executive producer. I mean, I was just, you know, just being honest. And, um, um, one of the things they did write was that, yeah, even comes in last, he always finishes last or whatever. I mean, that, that's not really true. There I mean, A couple of, you know, Greenlee died and, right. and the girl was was murdered, but to be honest, I was the one that always got the girl and sometimes didn't even want to stay with the girl I got. You know, it was, uh, it was the, the choice of the character. So, the this last three months, just to help them Makes sense of it. Saying, "Oh, Aiden always comes in last," and I've got to say, "Oh, I'm always coming second to Ryan," and uh, always coming second to, to Zach. I mean, that that's, you know, it's uh, just smoke because that that's not true. Do you know what I mean? I mean, okay, so Greenly left me for Ryan. That's the only girl that ever left me. That happens. You know, one out of every uh, one out of every ten girls. If, if that's if, if one girl leaves you for another guy, that's that's not bad ratio. So I think that's... They were pulling that out of their backside, to be honest, just to make the story work. And um, I just, you know, my job is to portray the character that I worked so hard on 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 any on any show that I would work on. And um, uh, I, I didn't necessarily agree with with the writing. I changed a lot of the stuff in the scripts, but I stayed true to my character. And I mean, they were trying to make it look like I was in love with Kendall all of a sudden. I, mean, I didn't kidnap her. I got her out of hospital, and I'm the only one that she could rely on, to you know, to help her escape. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like what? I lose it, and I fall in love with her again. It's just a, it's it's a crap story, and it's really unbelievable. So I tweaked a few things and made it to be that I was just annoyed with her because she ran Greenly off the road, and Greenly was the love of my life, and and that's why I that's why I did it. And Judy Corrales even was said to me at the end. You changed the story. You stayed true to the character. You did a great job. Um, you know, fantastic performance. Leaving, and um, we really loved having you here. And we wish you luck in the future. And for someone, you know, someone so high up to, to give give me that kind of respect, you know, it, it meant a lot. And
2: well, I, I want to. I, mean,
8: I I sweat blood and tears for that show. I want uh, to thank
2: you for calling anytime, in. Yeah. We're at the end of this okay. segment. Um, but okay. certainly thank you so much for calling in. And we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live after the break.
6: News. Opinion your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787 1-866-472-5787 VoiceAmerica.com
1: Hey Soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, Soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps. Soapcentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow.
10: Once upon a time, there lived three energy hogs. Now, an energy hog is what you have when humans waste energy. One day, the three energy hogs set out to find themselves a cottage.
4: Let's look for leaky windows, said the
10: first energy hog, for he knew that would waste energy. Let's look for leaky doors, said the second. Let's look for a swing <laughs> said the third, for he had more blubber than brains. So they set off down the road. Presently, they came upon a tiny cottage where dwelled a clever girl named Dreddylocks. I hope it has leaky windows, cried the first energy hog. I hope it has leaky doors. Cried the second. I hope be there. the bathroom, cried the third, for only his brains were smaller than his bladder. But Dreadylocks liked playing cool games at EnergyHog.org, and from EnergyHog.org, she learned how to use energy wisely. So the three Energy Hogs were forced to look elsewhere to waste energy and had to use the disgusting restroom at the gas station down the road. And the moral of the story is to use energy wisely, log on to EnergyHog.org or Waste Not, Hog not. This public service
2: message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council.
6: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
1: You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want a dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. We still have Aiden Turner on the line, and we're actually joined by another guest. You know him from his role as Nicholas Cassadine on ABC's General Hospital, Tyler Christopher. Hello. Hi. What's up, Tyler? We all here? I think so. Nice. We're here. Now, you guys are going to be uh, appearing together later this year on The Rock, The Soap Cruise, and I guess for fans, they'll have one more chance to see Aiden, uh, but this is actually your, your second time going on The Cruise. And Tyler, yeah, it'll be, be your
8: be there first there and, time. I'm uh, going to be there, and I'm looking forward to seeing Tyler and hanging out again. Always a pleasure, and um, not only that, but just it was so much fun last year. It was the first time uh, the Rock the Soap um, you know, set sail, and uh, it was a great success. And I'm looking forward to you know hanging out, doing some some DJing, uh, one of the parties um, for the fans, and just you know just um, just having a great three days. <laughs>
9: All right, yeah, good. It's, it's going to be fun. I've done. Uh, I did one of these a few years ago, and uh, it's a it's a very different experience for the fans. Uh, anybody who's a who's a newcomer to it, they'll definitely enjoy it.
2: So, what can they expect from the cruise?
9: Well, it's a, it's a more intimate setting than your, uh,
2: it, If if uh, any
9: of the fans that are listening have been on, a fan event before, or a meet and greet, or or anything that's that's similar to that, this is a more intimate setting. I mean, obviously, we're all on a boat together, so uh, we can either all jump overboard or we're all just going to be able to have to hang out together. There's only two alternatives. <laughs> uh,
2: well, Which yeah, I, I guess that's, that's true. Now, uh, I guess before we let Aiden go, uh, we've got a lot of emails that are coming in here, and people want to know what is next for you. Well,
8: uh, what is next for me is... Um... Pretty much in the hands of the gods. But what I can tell you is, is that I've had some some great response out here auditioning in uh, in Los Angeles. I'm here for uh, for a, for a little while, as it is pilot season, and um, each network is, you know, is um, putting on well like uh, ten pilots uh, for every network. So there's gonna be there's a you know a lot of auditions and a, and a lot of new TV shows coming on uh, on the air. And uh, so I'm here at the right time, and I'm you know not under contract with anyone. I have had some great response from Alan Ball, who's the uh, the creator writer of uh, True Blood, okay, uh, in, a, in a, a southern accent. And um, I just recently went in for the Gates, the new series um, uh, called The Gates, which is like a Desperate Housewives um, uh, meets True Blood, another vampire show with a different spin. <laughs> um, you know, I've uh, just making some contacts and and. And really, my agent says that you know um, I've had a, a really good response from a lot of the casting directors, and um, you know there's uh, some things in the works that I can't really talk about because I don't want to jinx it. But
2: that's fine. You
8: know I'm, I'm here and I'm 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 kicking some, uh, some some butt, and um and I'm and I'm loving it, and I'm you know I'm not looking back.
2: All right, well thank you so much for being a part of Subcentral Live, Aiden. I appreciate it so much
8: i see you guys on, uh, on Rock the Soap. If you haven't already booked your ticket, get online and uh, get to it. Cause it'll be a lot of fun. i see you guys. See you, Tyler. Absolutely. See
9: you all right, man. I'll see you in a few, bud. You. Love you
8: all. Bye.
2: All right. Now we have uh, Tyler Christopher, of course, on the line. Now I, I guess the most important question that I have for you is how are you enjoying fatherhood?
9: Oh, that's great. It's great. We're having a lot of fun. I'm trying to deal with it while I'm talking to you right now at the same time.
2: <laughs> is it uh everything that you expected and then some?
9: Uh it is. It's 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 not the slave work that everyone made it out to be. Uh it, it it's it's actually more fun and maybe it's just the kind of kid that I have, but he's like really easy, sleeps through the night. Uh, and it's just not, it's not been that much work really. I haven't really had to adjust my, my lifestyle too much.
2: That's a, that's a good thing because the days are long enough working on the soap, so it is. I I can't imagine uh, any more confusion into that. Yeah, yeah,
9: it's uh, i mean, overall it is a, a definite life adjustment. I mean, you have somebody else who is now more a priority than yourself. Right. Uh, but in terms of, of having to readjust my daily regimen, I really haven't had to do much of that.
2: Okay, you know, one of the things that's sort of become an underlying theme on this uh, show—I don't know how it happened—but uh, it seems that uh, you know that persistence and belief in yourself pays off. And I was reading in your bio that your road to General Hospital wasn't really as easy as some might think. It wasn't just an overnight thing, uh, and I'm wondering if you can talk to the not taking no for an answer in believing in yourself.
9: Uh, well, uh, yeah, if, if
2: if you have dreams and aspirations of, uh,
9: become a successful Hollywood actor, uh, you, you better grow some thick skin because you're no matter how good you are, you're going to be rejected more times than not. And that's just the way, I mean, that's just, that's just the nature of the business. And, uh, you just you gotta learn that sometimes you're just you're just not perfect for the role, and sometimes it's just it's not it's a timing thing and other times it's you know whatever it is you just gotta you gotta be able to say, okay this wasn't my time and and now it is but uh not to be cliche but preparation is about uh or or uh timing is about how prepared you are. When your time comes, and as long as you just keep working hard, then when the opportunity presents itself, then you're more, you're more you're, you raise your stakes, you raise your odds of getting the job.
2: No, that that makes a lot of sense, and I, I guess as you can imagine, based on some of the things that have happened this week on General Hospital, uh, fans have been glued to their television screens, and and just everything in Port Charles is going crazy, and we actually have uh, callers lined up to talk to you, so if you'd like to, uh, we can get to some of the callers.
9: They want to talk to me or they want to they rip me?
2: Uh, well, the, let's find out. Talk. We have Kristen from <laughs> North Carolina on the line. Kristen, do you want to talk to Tyler or rip Tyler? <laughs>
5: of course. Talk to him.
2: Oh, good. Good. Then you're more than welcome to come to uh, Soap Central Live. How are you, Kristen? I'm good. Hi, Kristen. You,
9: how are you? I know you.
5: Yeah. I know
9: you. I'm like,
5: so freaking out
9: right now. You, you, you're not mad at me?
5: No, not at all.
9: Oh, good. Because everyone
5: else... i a big Elizabeth
9: and a Nicholas fan. I know. I know you are, but that's good. At least there's one of them out there that's not mad at me.
5: <laughs> I was wondering, is there, should Nicholas and Elizabeth fans give up hope of them being together?
9: No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, necessarily give up hope. Uh... It's just—it's one of those things that—it's—it's it's so difficult to imagine uh, the betrayal and—and it and, and working out in his favor. But I think that we've—the three of us—have uh, have worked the story in a way to where it could go either way.
5: Well, that's good because they're like my favorite Nick family now.
9: Appreciate that. I was
5: wondering, will you be doing any events anytime soon?
9: But we're d- and, uh, uh, and Lisa and, and Dominic are gonna be, and Ronnie are gonna be in, uh, New Jersey in, uh, the third, I think the last weekend of April. Uh, we're doing, uh, Philadelphia, a couple in New Jersey, one in Long Island, so we got that going on, and, and the Soap Cruise, of course. Of
2: course. Well, thank
5: Hopefully you so much, Hopefully I can Kristen. make one of those soon.
2: Yeah, I hope you can, too.
5: Well, thanks for taking my question.
2: Oh, absolutely, right, thank Kristen. You. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you. Now, Tyler, we were talking about some of these episodes that aired, and on Monday was the big uh, just blow-up of when Lucky right. pretty much went off on Nicholas and Elizabeth. Now, a lot of people have written on the message boards wondering what it's like as an actor to have to have it scripted that you just have to stand there while someone is just going off and calling you uh, your character every name in the book when probably in real life you might want to you know say something or speak up so you know what is it like standing there and just you know watching someone uh, deliver this performance?
9: A lot of the fan complaints were that well you know why didn't he stand up and and fire back and stand up for himself woke on based on what grounds what does he have to stand up for himself he slept with his brother's fiancee behind his back Uh, I think that uh, it was it was high time that he just stood there and took his medicine and I don't think he he could really come back and really say anything to to lucky that would that would that would justify any sort of response so I, I think it was written it was written well, and it was it was justified that the both both he and Elizabeth just sit there and just kind of listen to him because they, they deserve it. Uh, you know, in in the future, if if Lucky continues to act this way, well, then maybe it's a little more justified where they they can come back and and, and have their opinion. But at, at at that point, I I don't think they really had much
2: to say. Okay, we are coming up on a break here, but we'll have more with tyler christopher after the break but before we go tyler's had the opportunity to play two different roles on general hospital of course he's played nicholas cassadine but what was the name of the other role find out the answer when we come back on soap central live
6: Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com.
5: What I Want to Be When I Grow Up by Johnny Mike. Dad,
0: it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr., you'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer curesearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through curesearch.org you're not as alone as you feel brought to you by Curesearch and the ad council
1: hey so fans are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series
6: Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level, one that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success, with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk gets those
8: synapses in your brain inspired really
6: fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
1: You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want a dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host. Dan Kroll, and we have Tyler Christopher on the line, and uh, Tyler, I'll ask you the the trivia question. You had the opportunity to play two roles on General Hospital, of course, Nicholas Cassadine, but what's the name of the other role? The name of the other role,
9: and I'm sure everyone knows this if you're listening, is Connor.
2: Of course. (laughs) Now, we actually have, uh, from the home of Port Charles, we have a caller from New York Tammy on the line and she has I I guess we'll find out if she wants to talk or rip Tammy are you there yes I am are you calling to talk or rip
4: I am calling to say good things (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. first of all hi both of you and congratulations on Grayson and getting a good night's sleep finally (laughs) thank you this is Tammy that you used to talk to on Facebook all the time before you started having issues with it.
9: Uh Oh, Oh, really? Okay.
4: Yes, and then you went to Twitter, but the only one I ever get to talk to anymore, I guess maybe because the baby takes up your time, is Dirk. Yeah.
9: So I'm always
4: asking about you. And I still find it really funny that in this day and age of 2010, that people still treat you as if you are Nicholas. People still haven't figured out yet that it's a script. And that's what makes you such a good actor that you're able to pull it off as if you are this vicious, vindictive brother. <laughs>
9: yeah, well, that's always been uh, the case of where people uh, have a hard time separating a person from character. But, that's you know, that's okay. That's
2: It's part for the cause. Do you think it it's different because of the fact that it's not just once a week that we see you or two hours in a movie, but that it's five times a week? Do you think that that contributes any to the fact that you're just you're I think everywhere.
9: That's probably ninety percent of it. I, I don't think that anybody uh I don't think that anybody goes up to Matt and LeBlanc and says, Hey Joey, what's going on? <laughs> you know, they they true. know it's Matt. They know it's Matthew. You know what I mean? So I that's think so that's true. Because because we're on so much that that people identify us with our characters. And that's who, if that's the way they like you, that's okay. I answer to both.
4: Well, we've all heard horror stories of, you know, people being accosted in supermarkets. How dare you sleep with your brother's mother's uncle and stuff like that? And people forget that it's all script.
9: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. thank you, Tammy. If 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 the way they experience the show is within their own reality, then they should experience it.
4: Yeah, somebody told me that recently, that people tend to live through their soap people like they're part of the life. You know, it's like they suddenly become like, oh, well, my brother's friend's uh, cousin is sleeping with blah, 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 so I know exactly how this one feels and all that. And they kind of like to live through you. I don't know why, but people still do it in the year 2010. So if anybody is calling to rip... Tyler, no, you want to rip Nicholas, because well, we're, we're Tyler is the most out, awesome Tammy.
2: person I know. We have another caller, Tammy, so we'll get time for just one more caller, so we're going to let you go. I'm going to thank you so much for calling in.
4: Thank you so much, and Tyler, I may be seeing you on the cruise. I'm working on it. <laughs>
2: thank you, Dan. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Our next caller is from down south in Texas. We have... Susan on the line. Susan, are you calling to talk or rip?
11: Talk, definitely.
2: That's always a good thing? Yes. Hey, Susan, how are you?
11: I'm doing great. I just wanted to thank you first and foremost for portraying Nicholas. Uh, He's getting back true to character. And also wanted to congratulate you on your son. Excuse me. But I Thanks. just wanted to let you know that I have now started scheduling my day around watching GH more these past three weeks. So, uh, please be sure and let everybody know in production that we're enjoying GH a lot more because they're stepping up
9: mm-hmm. and
11: that's what, uh, as a Soap fan we want to see.
9: Well, love it or love it or hate it, the, the story that we're that we're doing with the three of us is definitely creating a, a buzz.
11: Yes, it is, and, and that's, that's what's great. What, right. what it's for. a story.
9: Yeah, it's a it's a story. No matter how much betrayal and, and that might be involved, it's definitely it, it's a, it's a story, and that's all you really want and all I really hope for.
11: Yes, and. Th- I'm sure there are a lot of people that uh, do get confused about what's real, what's not. But I've been watching General Hospital since I discovered in 1964 that my mother turns on the TV during the day. <laughs> and uh, uh, there's a lot of us out there. And we're enjoying the heck out of seeing G.H. go back to what it was, which is tell a good story. It was phenomenal. The last two Fridays. Your Friday last week, Dominic's, and Sonny's this week. It was, I I can't tell you how fast I raced home from downtown Houston to get to my TV and watch this. And it's a 50 minute trip from downtown to my house. And it was just fantastic to come through the door, flick on that TV, and know that I'm going to see. What has been laid out there for me for many years, and I cannot wait for your grandmother. Well, I am so excited to see Helena is coming. Yes, and I cannot wait to see what Nicholas looks her in the eye and knows that she's conniving and she's up to something and he's got to be as much Cassidine as she is
2: Well Susan thank you so much for calling we're coming up thank here on know. the final minute or so of the show
11: Thank you very much
2: I appreciate you calling Bye-bye Thanks Susan Well Tyler thank you so much for calling in uh, You're of welcome. course thank you Folks are going to have to tune in to ABC every weekday and soapnet at night and soapcentral.com for recaps Uh, to check in to see what's going on. I want to thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And for those of you who want to get more information about the Rock the Soap cruise that both Tyler and Aiden will be on, it sets sail on April 9th. You can check out their website at rockthesoap.com or, of course, you can head over to soapcentral.com Uh, where we'll also have additional information about who's going to be there, how you can become a part. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, uh, I want you to stay tuned to Soap Central Live next week. I have a special guest for the whole hour. It'll be Jacob Young, who you may know from his roles on The Bold and the Beautiful, General Hospital, or All My Children. So certainly hope that you tune in for that. And for all your soap needs and the sweep spoilers and more, please check out SoapCentral.com. Until then, I hope that you have no evil twins in your life and everything is uh, calm and and no, uh, what were we talking about? No one sleeping with your your brother or your wife or anything like that. So check out SoapCentral.com. I'm Dan Kroll. Until next week, thank you so much for listening.